Hello, everybody. This is Keelan with the Attempted Self-Care Addict Podcast. I'm coming at you from the recorder on my phone at my job because that is just how technology be these days. If you've been following me on Instagram, you've probably seen me complaining about how my laptop basically just officially has died. I think I've been having a problem. I had recorded this one before but I just can't find the file. So I think my computer just decided to delete the files. I don't know if that's actually what happened, but it's okay. We're just going with it. The other thing I want to say is that today's style of podcast is going to be a lot more stream of consciousness. Instead of following like a set script, I'm just going to be talking and just let it all flow out. Now, granted, I don't really ever script per se, but I do like to basically use my blog post as a means for my podcast so that, you know, some people who like to listen to things more, they can just listen to it podcast version, and people who like to read, they can read it instead. However, I feel that it's not been as exciting (laughs) to record them, just because I feel podcasts should just be a straightforward stream of consciousness with some sort of structure. So I'm trying that out today. Let me know which one you prefer. If you prefer the stream of consciousness, if you prefer me being a a bit more scripted and more structured, I'd love to know what way you think sounds best. So let's get into the the meat and potatoes. (laughs) This month on Instagram, I've decided to take September and use it as self-care September. And what that means is we'll be focusing on mindset, we're focusing on our goals, we're focusing on any of our limiting beliefs and our fears that are stopping us from reaching our goals. So if you're interested, go check me out on my Instagram page at Attempted Self Care Addict. And I'll be posting daily, there will be some reels in there, we're getting pretty wild. Feel free to check it out, learn some things about yourself, and let's get focusing on it. With lieu of that, I wanted to talk about today's topic, which is journaling and why you should be journaling and why you should start right now. So with journaling, the reason that I think it's very important to bring it up in self-care September is because we'll be focusing specifically on how it can help you with your mindset, especially when it comes to conquering your goals and any of your fears that kind of surround your goals. Journaling is just so important when it comes to this. I know that I've worked out a lot of my own negative ideas, negative thoughts, things that have stopped me from moving forward and reaching my goals, all through journaling. Therapy has helped as well. It can be very nice to hear things from other people. My love language is words of affirmation. So I love to hear good things from people, uh, you know, praises or even just criticism towards me. I love hearing feedback from people. But the thing is, I'm not going to change just because I hear something from someone else. Right? It has to come from within me, which sounds really cheesy, but it's true. You're not going to change a habit just because some random self-care coach 
on the internet tells you, you know what, my dear, I think journaling would definitely benefit you. You'll have to have been thinking about it. You'll have to have been deciding that you wanted to change. I'm just, I'm a cheerleader. I'm your accountability buddy. And I'm, you know, I'm working on with this, uh, or I'm working on this with you and through this whole thing with you. But I can't tell you what you need to do. I can't force you to do anything. I could technically show up and like put the pen in your hand and forcibly move your hand, but that's not going to do anybody good. (laughs) I don't think it would anyway. (laughs) Anyway, moving on from that. I think it's also important to focus on the fact that journaling is just a personal thing. It's very personal. Every single different lovely person out there is going to do it differently. And this is something I've actually learned from one of my clients. I think it was my very first client. I suggested journaling because they were telling me they were having a rough time trying to figure things out with one of their friends and just everything. And they were trying to focus on their own goals. But there was this one person who was making it pretty difficult for them to do that. And I told them journaling. And they loved journaling. They said they liked physically writing words down. But they just didn't feel like journaling ever fixed anything for them personally. And it really got me to thinking. Well, not everyone is a words kind of person. Like, I love words more than anything. I definitely do better by writing things out. But some people, they'll probably do better if they're drawing things. And this client of mine, well, they were an artist. They loved painting. They loved drawing. And when I suggested to them that, you know, maybe that's the best way to get your ideas out of your brain and into the physical realm, they started it. They loved it. So that's the whole purpose. Like finding the best way that journaling is going to serve you as a person. Are you a writer? Do you sculpt things? Do you draw things? Do you write you know, maybe you make songs or you, you know, play piano. Whatever helps get your emotions out, your ideas out into the physical world. Listen to yourself. Tell yourself to do that so that you can make sure you're getting these ideas out into the world. I always suggest to write it only because then you can physically see these words written down. The way I describe it to people is that, you know, you're on Instagram or YouTube or wherever. Somebody's typed a really nasty comment out or sent you a really nasty message. That's kind of like your your thoughts, right? You can't do anything. They're just kind of running rampant in there. You can't physically look at them and be like, okay, so why the hell did you say that to me? <laughs> someone in real life probably wouldn't say the same thing to you like they're too afraid to do it or they don't have the wherewithal whoever knows but if they were there you like in front of you in person you'd have a way to confront them and that's why i suggest to physically write the words down that you are thinking because you have these words right in front of you it's written out word by word in the physical realm you can touch the paper feel the indentation from your writing And from there, 
you start working on it. And I think that's very important, especially if you're using journaling to help with your mindset. With that being said then, of course, again, journaling is personal to each and every one of you out there. Choose what works best for you. Absolutely. I don't want to tell you you need to be writing things down (laughs) in order for you to fix anything because that's not entirely true at all. And there might also, it's like another limiting thing for some people, they might be thinking it's way too expensive to buy themselves a journal. My suggestion, go to the dollar store. I've actually found a bunch of really beautiful journals there that have spoken to me as a person for super cheap. A dollar, 99 cents, whatever store you have in your area. Or, of course, if you just have random pieces of paper, napkins, whatever to get your ideas out. uh, Literally whatever helps you best. I personally find journals that, you know, one, either they have positive affirmations on them, because I'm, I'm someone who believes that positive affirmations can be actually quite helpful for you. Two, they have animals or bugs on them. I have a dog journal, a cat journal, and then I have one with some butterflies. I'm in love with it. Or third, I really love floral designs. And these are things that speak positively to me. And whenever I'm in these like realms, in these journals that have these types of messages that speak out so personally to me, I feel like I'm a lot more honest. I'm a lot more open with every single last thought that is in my head every judgmental idea, everything, even the negative stuff should come out into your journal because then you can focus more on it. Again, like if you choose to do the writing out onto a physical journal, onto a piece of paper, find one that just fits your vibe that you will feel is a safe space for you so that you will use it and that you'll feel happy using it instead of like a chore. Which I guess is one of the other things I should probably mention, that I do believe in daily journaling. I think daily journaling is the most helpful thing. But I would be a fool to not say that when I mean that I journal daily, I don't mean that I sit down for 15-20 minutes at a time and just write. Sometimes it's as simple as waking up and turning to my gratitude journal and just writing three or four sentences of things that I'm grateful for. Like today, I believe I wrote, I'm grateful to have a working car. I'm grateful to have my fiance sleeping next to me. I'm grateful to have a healthy and happy cat. And I'm very grateful. Well, I'm not going to share that one yet just because I'm only sharing with certain people right now. But a huge change in my life is taking place and I'm super excited for that. But I'm grateful that I was able to make that happen. You don't have to journal daily. If that's not what fits you best, if you can only promise yourself one night every single week or one morning or, you know, a lunch break even to just sit down and journal, then that, you know, what that's what you can do best, right? I can't tell you what's going to be best for you. I can't tell you when you have the time to do something. So I won't. Although I do suggest morning gratitude journaling. <laughs> It's not going to work for everyone right now. And we just need to get you into this habit of journaling, even, again, if it's just once a week. Now that we've kind of just gone through why exactly we should be 
you know, journaling and the best ways to get started with it. I want to tie it in really to mindset. For instance, one of the things is, you know, brain dumping completely. Like, literally, do not censor yourself at all. Just let all of the nasty ideas in your mind flow from from your brain. Seriously. Every nasty thing that you have to say, just say it. Your journal should be a safe space for you. It should be a place where, you know what, you might not say the nicest things, but you shouldn't be judging yourself for what you're saying. Because the best way to let go of any sort of negative energy in us is by letting that negative energy out. Validating those thoughts, which is another big point to write them down, is you're validating them. Understanding that that's just a part of what your brain is thinking and then working through those thoughts. There's uh, this lovely woman. Her name is Byron Katie, if you've ever heard of her. She has this thing where it's like the four questions. And basically the whole premise is asking yourself the truth and validity of what you're saying. Uh, so like, well, this person should have cleaned that up. Should they have? Or are you kind of just putting that on them? You would have liked if they cleaned it up. But the fact of the matter is they didn't clean it up. You can't change it. You can't control another person. And she has these worksheets which are actually quite helpful to fill out. I believe you could find them on her website. Um, it's either Byron Katie or The Work. Where she she just tells you like... Be as salty and petty as you possibly can when you're writing this stuff out. And that's what your journaling should be about as well. Just be fucking petty. <laughs> Write down every single thought that's crossing your mind. Don't judge what you're writing because that's not the point of your journal. Again, it's to give you a safe space to just let out all of this negative energy. And you can realize that. And the point of letting out this negative energy is to let you know what you should be focusing on. Is there something you should be fixing? Should you be fixing the way that you speak to yourself? Should you be fixing the way that, you know, the expectations that you have from other people? What should you be doing? Is there some kind of like negative trauma in your life as opposed to a positive trauma, of course? <laughs> is there some kind of trauma in your life that you haven't quite worked through. Do you need to forgive yourself? Do you need to forgive other people? What do you need to work on as a person? Because as soon as we start working on several different things in our lives, well, that's when things get more bright. That's when things get more positive. I've been doing this for years. <laughs> and I can tell you that journaling has probably been like the number one way that I've helped my mindset and helped myself get in a more positive space. If you talked to me a year ago, I wouldn't have been nearly as positive. A year ago, I still consider myself a pessimist. I don't quite consider myself an optimist yet, <laughs> but I might get there. I see myself, myself more as a realist, and I am a lot more positive. Instead of thinking about the worst absolute possible outcome... <laughs> I'm thinking about how it could go right. And what I can do to make 
whatever happened go right. So if you're just starting out with journaling, I think, you know, here I've compiled a list of things that are very, very helpful to start out with if you're wanting to go like hard and crazy. So writing down thoughts that you constantly have. Do you tell yourself you're worthless all the time? Do you tell yourself that you're too scared to leave your job? Are you somebody who is so worried about spending money that you tell yourself, okay, next paycheck, I'll pay off all my bills, and then I need to save the rest. Exactly. Just send it immediately to savings. We want to think about these thoughts because they're coming from somewhere. They're coming from somewhere. And kind of on that level, um, it's very much CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy. I probably brought it up before. Is that whatever thoughts you have, basically this is the origin for a lot of troubles that we have. Because your thoughts control your feelings and your feelings dictate how you react. So if we go backwards and we think about, okay... Well, here's the thought that I had about X, Y, Z. And your thought creates whatever feeling that comes from that. So we need to think about the thoughts. It's getting a bit meta up in here. (laughs) But think about the thoughts that you're having. Think about how we can improve those and make those either more positive or make them to the point that they're actually properly serving us instead of stopping us from living our best life. Another amazing, amazing place to start if you're starting out in journaling is make a forgiveness list. I believe I posted something on my Instagram about this, actually. I was reading this book by uh, Catherine Zenkina, Manifestation Babe. And uh, it's like, uh, unleash your inner money, babe. And you manifest money about a thousand bucks in 21 days. And one of the money babe actions that she has in this is to write out a forgiveness list. So I believe it was specifically 25 things, uh, you know, whether it be 25 instances or different people or even yourself, like things that you need to forgive. And for each thing on your list, you are going to say, I think it's like four different things that you say to yourself. I'm sorry, I love you, I forgive you, thank you. And it's basically just a means of releasing that from your body, the negative energy. And it's not that you're forgetting what happened. It's not that at all. It's simply that you are acknowledging it happened. You are sorry for the fact that it has affected you for so long. You are thinking it for the lessons that you have learned from it. And then you're just releasing it. So that's a forgiveness list. (laughs) Another, I would say this is more simple than a lot of the other things, is your gratitude list. Again, start out each day by writing four or five things, maybe more, that you are grateful for in your life. And even on those tough days that you don't feel grateful for much, You can be grateful that you have lungs that help you breathe. You can be grateful that your body has 
you know, survived so long and that it's kept you alive and it's taken care of you. You can be grateful that you have a job. You can be grateful that, I don't know, your your mother had you or whatever you're grateful for. It could be tiny, tiny things like that, right? Otherwise, another positive thing to write about is your goals. Just literally write out a list of your goals that whether you'd like to achieve this year, what you'd like to achieve in the next month, in the next five years, in the next ten years. And if you want to get super wild, you can always expand into it. Well, why are those your goals? When do you want to start working on them? What would they help you do? How would you feel when they happen? Like, really anything that goes with the goals. And of course, something else that a lot of people do when they have daily journals is a reflection of your day. How did your day go? Did you meet anyone new? Did you hear any funny jokes? Did you learn a new lesson? Did you have some mamma jamma freaking cut you off when you were driving to work? Write about it. Remember, be as salty, be as petty as you possibly can. We need all this nasty to be released out into the world. When I was jotting some notes and some ideas down about what I want to make sure that I'm touching up in this episode... I also thought about Nightmare on Elm Street, (laughs) where, if you've ever seen it, uh, the original one, I don't know, I don't remember if it was also the same kind of premise in the newer one, because I haven't seen that in a while, I didn't like it as much as the original. But basically, they have uh, Freddy Krueger, right, he he walks around in people's dreams, well, they're not dreams exactly, they're nightmares, he makes them horrific, yeah, and in these nightmares he could do whatever he wants and of course what he wants to do is terrorize people and murder them please don't do that i'm not asking you to do that with journaling (laughs) but what ends up spoiler alert like sort of quote-unquote ending this whole shebang which clearly it didn't because that never happens in horror films nancy the main character She ends up pulling Freddy Krueger out into the real world with, you know, her hands. And by, I believe, because she realized she could do this by taking out his hat from the dream. Because she, like, grabbed onto his hat, woke up. But she was able to actually handle him by doing, like, Home Alone style. Even though I think Home Alone was actually made after this film. Sending up little booby traps, everything, to make sure that he would not haunt anybody else's nightmares again. And that just made me kind of think about this this whole journaling thing, right? Again, taking these thoughts out into the real world, confronting them, maybe not hurting them like she did to Freddy Krueger. I mean, clearly, we all want to judge that guy. He was kind of a nasty person. Yeah, okay, not just kind of, but I don't know. I, I felt like I needed to share that. <laughs> Moving on from, you know... uh movie murderers I would just love to testify for journaling itself and talk about how journaling has helped me as a person and has helped me grow into the coach that I am today first off it really did help me get past some negative moments in my life I recently came across one of my journals from last year 
And I won't go into details about what happened, because I don't think I'm ready to talk about that out loud. But, at least in my journal, I was working through it, because I needed to. And I reread this. I literally think I came across my journal about a week ago or so. I was looking for my W-2s, <laughs> and it just happened to be in basically the same spot. And I read my, like, the past five, the last five journal entries that I had written. And it was kind of weird. And I realized how much, like, in how much of a different spot I am right now than I was even just a year ago. And how much I've worked past this. And I do genuinely believe had I not written all those ideas down, had I not worked through that, I probably would not be in the positive spot that I am today. I probably wouldn't be in a relationship with my fiance. I wouldn't be getting married. Um, I wouldn't be making a bunch of you know decisions for my life, also based on what would be best for myself and my fiance. So yeah. I will testify for journaling for that. (laughs) Something else that has been super transformative in my life is the fact that I was able to forgive myself for things I had done when I wasn't exactly in the best mindset. Because we all have those instances when we're lying down in bed, we're getting ready to sleep, and then your brain's like, Hey, you remember when you did that really embarrassing thing in fourth grade? And then you're like, okay, can you please just shut the fuck up? <laughs> I don't need this in my life. And sure, those, you know, those are really embarrassing. I don't want to think about that. But it also helped me get past, like, really awful things that I had done. Whether it be to myself. Like, hurting myself physically. Or whether it be emotionally hurting my friends. Because I either said something awful to them. Or stabbed them in the back for whatever reason and of course I would love for them to forgive me too they told me that they forgive me so I understand that and uh, I certainly hope that's true it's also important that we forgive ourselves in those instances though because otherwise we're going to hold on to these these ideas right that I was going to hold on to this idea that I was a horrible friend to have that nobody would want me around because I've done these things And the fact of the matter is that we all do really awful things to other people. And we need to point ourselves out as a human and learn to just understand, you know, hey, (laughs) that was a human thing to do. Yeah, it was real shitty. I can't change it. It happened. I can't change it. I can apologize for it. I could show with my actions and my words to my friends that I've gotten better, that I've learned from that thing that I've done but I can't go back and stop myself from doing that. So that has been honestly really freeing. The other thing I can say is that, again, like I gave myself a judgment-free zone to work. I gave myself a safe space to go to whenever I felt like I needed answers for something. Because sometimes we do have the answers We have them deep down in there, and we know we have the answers. We just don't want to say them out loud to ourselves. So the best thing that we could do 
is just write out what we're feeling again with absolutely what's that cool thing kids are saying nowadays no no cap i don't know if i'm saying that right (laughs) but you don't censor yourself you just write out everything that's going on in your head and from there you allow yourself to make decisions that you already had you'd already made those decisions you just didn't want to admit them out loud because when you do then that means that it's more final it's more real right so journaling it i would say is a step in the best direction with all that being said i'm gonna just go ahead and come to a close for this episode but before we do that i do want to mention again please try out journaling try out all of these tips that i've given you and i i do genuinely hope that this has inspired you to start journaling. So what are your next steps then? Really the only next step that I can say, because in the end it literally is your decision. Get yourself a, bo- a journal and just start doing it. Just start journaling. Don't think twice about it, just do it. Have a conversation with yourself. Have an open, honest conversation with yourself on paper. And just go for it. With that said, though, I wanted to give some prompts that might be able to help you out. And of course, you could start off with the ones that I gave earlier about, you know, what are some ruminating thoughts. You could write out a forgiveness list. You could write out a gratitude list. You could write out your list of goals for the next few years. You can reflect on the day. Today, I'm going to suggest, just based on the self-care September topics that we're having... (laughs) is to write out the list of your goals. But not only that, write out why you want to reach these goals. Why are these goals important to you? What's the history of these goals to you? Why did you come up with these goals? And most of all, once you've gotten that all down, once you've decided why you want these, like the origin of them, what is stopping you from reaching those goals? What are you doing right now to be working on these goals? Are you making excuses up that's making you not reach the goals? And excuses like, and I know we all say this, I'm too tired, I don't have time, etc., etc., etc. Are you afraid of reaching these goals? And if so, what's making you so afraid? Are you worried about the discomfort that you're going to feel because there's something that's completely different? And I can true, truthfully say this, that discomfort is where you're going to build yourself up the most and where you are going to grow as a person. I am only 24 years old and in the past few years I've made so, so many choices that have made me just feel so uncomfortable. It's something outside of my comfort zone. It's something that I'm not used to. But I've never been happier. Just thinking back, like, the number one most uncomfortable goal, like, the very first one that I can think of was dropping out of college for the second time. And that's a long story that I'm, I'm sure I'll mention in the future. But for now, I'll leave it at that. I had to drop out of college. I didn't want to. 
I didn't know much outside of college or just school in general. That was one of my main goals and that's something that I love and still love, you know. Another one was deciding to move to Oregon from Nevada. I'd never lived outside of Nevada. I didn't really even travel much. I went to Washington maybe a few summers, but didn't really travel. And I moved up here by myself. But okay, I had a cat and I had my two birds at the time. <laughs> that was very uncomfortable. I didn't know what to expect. I just kind of came here, you know, not much money with knowing only one person out here. Stressful. Uncomfortable. Another one is deciding to say yes to somebody, to getting married to them. I'd never planned on getting married. I didn't really have anything necessarily against marriage. It just, for me, was not what I wanted. But I got into a relationship with someone, and it felt right, even though I felt very uncomfortable saying yes, because that's just something I'd never considered in my life before, is marriage. Never. Not even when I was little. But I swear. <laughs> but these things make us for the better. Sometimes we have to make uncomfortable choices, I mean, that's the whole thing about personal development, isn't it? <laughs> so, with all of that in mind, I certainly hope that this has inspired you to start journaling. Even if it's just to work through your goals, even if it's to work through your traumas, work through your forgiveness, whatever your goals are for journaling, hell, I hope that this, this genuinely has inspired you to get going. And if you need a bit more inspiration, I will leave in my show notes... I do have um, a free resource. It's a workbook, 21 Days of Journaling. And all of these questions are specifically on personal development to really give you, you know, that ability to to focus on what's up and then really dig deep into your, your little brain there to see what is going on inside your head. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, so all you have to do, click the link down in the show notes. You can also find it on my website. It's 21 Days of Journaling. And uh, once you, you know, opt in for that, it'll go ahead and send you the workbook. Either way, thank you so much for joining me today. I am excited to hear, you know, if any of you decided to start journaling. If you started feeling inspired for it. Yeah, feel free to tag me on Instagram. Let me know that you did. And of course, if you have any questions, I am on Instagram at attempted self care addict. You can also email me, Kaylin, that's K A Y L I N, at attempted self care addict.com. Thank you so much for letting me be a part of your self care journey. I will talk to you next week. Bye bye.